0: Welcome to Raising the Bar Podcast and today we're going to be skipping to the end. Um, (laughs) My name is Jason, yep, I know. And I'm Aaron, yep. So thank you for everyone
1: for joining in once again and welcome to our episode where we skip to the good bit.
0: Exactly, exactly. Today we're bringing back the top 10 series just for, well, one off maybe. Um, I just thought, we haven't done a top 10 for a while and I was going, I messaged Aaron earlier and I was saying, well... Film endings, TV endings, TV series, and he's like, we've already done TV, and I thought, yeah, yeah, film endings, I feel like doing film endings. Exactly, yeah,
1: I like so I um, agreed, <laughs> and then now we're going to do an episode about skipping to the good bit and the endings, which I made some quick prep on, um, <laughs> and I've got some films with good endings that I thought of, so we can discuss them, and I think Jason's done a lot more homework than I have. Um, but I've chosen a few
0: yeah I think we've said what we'll do today rather than um, do an against each other um, we can go through Aaron's list and then we can go through my sort of ten list of my favourite film endings I mean a film ending is probably just as important as anything in a film so I mean if an ending is bad it can ruin a film if you have bad acting it doesn't necessarily ruin it but an ending if you get the ending wrong it can ruin a film Absolutely, definitely. The, the ending of a film is so huge, much
1: like we talked about in a previous episode about car chases being massive in a film. The ending is equally as massive. I mean, there's so many films I think called oh, out was good, but I'm like, the ending was just awful. Um, and it just really ruins a film when it's a bad ending. We watched I forgot yeah. what it was. Soph and I watched a film recently, and I was like, what ending is this? <laughs> uh, oh, I can tell you actually a film. that is end, It's one of my favourite films, but it's got, t- in my mind... Not a great ending, mm-hmm. Django.
0: Yeah, I agree with you that it's a bit anticlimactic.
1: Yeah, like the ending just is really, really, and it just ends up doing tricks on a CGI horse, and then it's the end.
0: Yeah, and then he just rides off, and it's sort of, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> it's really, really random. Like it's just, what is this? And then there's other films that I couldn't think of, but that one is an example of a film. It's a really, really great film. Terrible ending.
0: Yeah, no, and that's and that's the thing is that I wouldn't, I don't know if I go start saying it ruins a film, but it can harm one. Like if you have a bad ending, like the one thing for me, you have loads of different types of endings, and the best type of ending overall is a satisfying one. But for the film itself, and if you have a film that just goes totally left field on a shock twist ending or a happy, it's sort of like. But that made no sense.
1: Absolutely. It's ridiculous. It's always got to be something that makes sense. And um, the ending of any film um, really can, you know, set the scene, not set the scene, but just bring the curtain down on what the film is like and, um, you know, sort of bring everything that's in it together. There's so many films where it doesn't do that. Um, but yeah, but I've written down some films that have got some good endings, in my opinion. And um, yeah, we can discuss Jason's. But why don't you give us a little teaser, Jason. Give us one or two of yours.
0: Tell you what, I won't go for my top ten ones. But I'll give you a couple of vulnerable ones I was thinking of. So an example of one is um, The Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah. So the film is about who is Kaiser Soze. They're tra- By the way, for this episode massive spoiler alert which you would have guessed because it's film ending so i'm not going to do spoiler alert for every film (laughs) i'm just going to say now big spoiler alert if you're listening to this podcast we will be discussing spoilers and the ending for a lot of films so expect it basically Um, But the usual suspects, um, the whole film is who is Kaiser Soze, there's men that are in an interrogation room in the police, and at the end of the film, it turns out that Kevin Spacey's meek character, Virgil Kint, is actually Kaiser Soze, and he fake limps out of the the police station, he starts to walk off normally, and he basically gets away with it, and the police officer finds out, but before he can get him, he's gone.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I've got, a, I've got a song, hopefully, that hopefully you can all hear. Let me see if it's loud enough. Wake me up when September ends. <laughs> there you go. It's about the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: any film about the end. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that's an example of a big one. I mean, one film that I really like that isn't on my list is a film called Midsommar. And this is more of the what shock ending. That film? Yeah, see, so it's really creepy. It creeped me out. <laughs> and um, the ending of it is basically like it's all about a cult. And the main character sort of merges into the cult and her friends get burnt and alive. And she just starts laughing But at the same time she's crying and it's very creepy but at the same time it's a bit of a shock ending in the sense of she's totally 180 but it suits the film because the film is very much a decomposing of this character and she goes from someone who's sobbing from grief and loss and heartbreak and being controlled by a boyfriend to basically be free at the end but it's freedom at what cost. Mm, Very much so. Interesting. So that's an example of a good film ending. I would say.
1: Uh, and this is an example of a man who didn't have much time to prepare for it so i've got some films that i wrote down that i could think of that had a good end that i can remember but even sitting here i'm like oh yeah i forgot about that film and oh yeah i forgot about that film so anyway so i wrote down a few um one of which being toy story 3 which i didn't write down because yeah. toy story 3 was the one that had a really emotional end because everyone thought this is going to be the end of toy story this is the end of the franchise and everyone thought all the toys were going to end up dead, um, which they don't by the way. Um, and it was a really, really emotional ending um, to a really, really massive franchise. So that was a film that I actually didn't write down, but a film that I thought of while I was sitting here. And I thought I must get it out now, otherwise I'll look at the list and I'll forget about it. So that's a film with an iconic ending. A film here, Here's a um, shock. A film, massive film, I've never seen, Gladiator
0: you've never seen Gladiator oh wait until Rachel finds out about that she loves that film she does so (laughs) are you not entertained exactly and I hear many
1: good things about Gladiator but the thing is as Jason will tell you and I think we've mentioned before films over two hours long not really my thing and how long is Gladiator
0: I mean guessing over two hours long.
1: It is over two hours long. It's <laughs> about three hours and ten minutes, which is oh, about it. three hours longer than I usually keep in an entertainment and interest for. But I hear it's an epic film, so I must watch it at some point in my life. Um Yeah, but Gladiator was on the list because some of my work said to me, you cannot write this list out and not have Gladiator. So that's why I put Gladiator not on. I wasn't on
0: mine. But the ending is actually a really nice ending, to be fair. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Well,
1: I've not wrote it down. I've not seen it, so I can't judge. Yeah. Um, I wrote down Jason's favourite film of all
0: time The Thing I'll be honest it's not on my list today because I talk about it so much that I'm not going to talk about The Thing today meaning I haven't got to explain what the end is like because obviously
1: for anybody who have <laughs> listened to any previous episodes if you haven't then listen to one but if you have listened to the previous episodes you know what The Thing's about yeah, so I, I haven't got to explain the it. ending I bang on about The <laughs> he Thing he does because the end is so frustrating for
0: Jason no, it's frustrating but good but it is frustrating yeah, but I didn't good. want to talk about it today because I want to on some even better endings are you sure because i yeah. think it's
1: actually one of the best things of all time
0: it is but you know what there are some better ones yeah but it's really really good it is good but not <laughs> as good as my 10.
1: and <laughs> um, i also wrote down fast and furious 7 which is the last one with paul walker before paul walker died and yeah, um, so it's very very you know it's not too sad but it is very emotional when because obviously some of the scenes if you don't know they had to film with paul walker's brother because during filming was when paul walker died so they had to film some of it with his brother um, and then, of course, when he drives away at the end, um, at the end of it, he drives away. Him and um, Vin Diesel, the two main characters, look at each other. I'm getting sure thinking about it. And he sort of looks, smiles, in his Japanese car and then drives off Japanese. in his... It, yeah, he has a Supra, Sorry. which is the Supra that he um, uses in the first Fast and Furious film. And he looks at him when he's uh, driving a Dodge Charger, Vin Diesel, which is a the film he has in the first movie. And then he kind of they drive their separate ways. And then it just says at the end for Paul. And I remember actually our mum coming to sit in the cinema and our mum cried. Um, it was that emotional. So I know that it's, you know, a big ending to a massive franchise, but not the franchise finish because unfortunately they carried on. <laughs> <laughs> it should have ended there, but it didn't. So unfortunately it carried on. Um, then I've written down The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith because that's got a very nice ending. Well, it's, it is. I mean, it's a true story, but it's a very touching ending um and it's a very very um heartfelt heartwarming well a heartwarming in fact very heartfelt film um with a very very emotional ending especially for him because he filmed it with his actual son so um i bet it was interesting obviously playing a character from a true story but playing it as you and the man and his son knowing that you're playing it as you and your son and makes it a very emotional film um with a very very um powerful ending um then i've written Batman, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight
0: Rises. Yeah, I loved the ending of The Dark Knight.
1: But the ending of The Dark Knight is very, very good.
0: And he's like, where's the trigger? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, you know, it's the speech he gives Obviously, He obviously goes, I killed those people. And it's like, hunt me, that's it. the dogs on me. And it's like, we have to. He's our Dark Knight. And he obviously rides off into that. So that's yeah, it. That's it's really so good. Underrated. He's our Dark Knight. And
1: yeah. <laughs> he goes yeah. off. Oh, so good. <laughs> and then The Dark Knight Rises, mainly because of Bane. <laughs> Black gate prison (laughs) here is an extract (laughs) for your man Harvey Dent
0: as you know Tom Hardy just cannot do an accent <laughs> but it's
1: so good as pain. <laughs> but anyway so yeah that's a good ending as well um, very good film um, uh, amazing because to follow up to The Dark Knight where Heath Ledger people said played one of the best performances of villain to follow up with that with his performance was very good and the film is excellent because in there to follow up from The Dark Knight which is also rumoured to be one of oh, the, the, the breaks, best films yeah. of all time um, which it is, in my opinion, and I think Jason would probably agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's that. And everyone's got my impression now of Bane. Um, <laughs> which I could do very well in COVID times where we were all wearing masks. So
0: <laughs> could I have a five-pack of Pringles, please? Five-pack of Pringles? Oh, that's what Bane would
1: want. Yeah, Would he? <laughs> yeah. I would like some Fanta lemon. so anyways that's him Um, and and some cookie (laughs) dolls very nice impossible Um, (laughs) and then I've written the obvious best ending to a film Avengers Endgame Um, Mm -hmm. because the end to that film I remember I came back from holiday I'd been on holiday with Jason actually and um, we'd been away and we came back and we said we must watch the new Avengers film and literally I flew back and the day after was I away with you I might have been away with with Soph I was away with Soph wasn't I because you'd seen it and i was really jealous and i was like right i must watch it down till we get back and which i think so fell asleep because she was so tired which is a crime in itself um and then what happened was um we went to watch avengers Endgame. and to spoil it for you basically everyone in avengers um infinity war who they clicked their fingers and half of the world went away all come back <laughs> um, and then what happens is it's a moment where uh, probably actually I could watch it again because I haven't seen it since I saw it in the cinema but I remember it like it was yesterday and I remember there's a part where they're standing there to battle and all of a sudden you hear um, what's the name Falcon all of a sudden goes on your left cap he's like what he goes on your left cap and all of a sudden the portal over just and everyone comes back him, yeah. Doctor Strange, Spider Man, they all come back. I think Spider Man's already there, actually. But they, they all come back. back. Yeah, they come back, and it's just amazing. And I remember, I even actually get goosebumps thinking about the end now and the end fight scene with, um, with Thanos. It's just, oh, it's so good.
0: So, um, yeah, I tear up whenever you see Captain America ready to take on everyone on his own, and then you just hear that line. Cap on your left it That's gives it. you
1: goosebumps it gives me goosebumps every time yeah. I think of it so that is epic I have, I, have
0: to, I have to admit though hot take I think Endgame is only good in that last 40 minutes
1: yeah I agree the rest of it could be missed but the, the yeah. end of it is the best bit I've actually written as well most Marvel films because the Marvel films are quite good at doing a good ending I mean all the Captain America films most of the Thor films um, most being the and oh,
0: um, The first Iron Man with Nick Fury yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Iron
1: Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I am Iron Man, and it just ends. You know, so they're really good endings, and you've got the Ant Man films as well. Obviously, the Avengers films. Um, you know, I think isn't it the end of the Avengers where they all have their gun? He goes, "I think I'll take that drink now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one. Yeah, the first one, and then uh, that's also good. Then you've got you know, I mean, there's so many of them, and yes, yeah, so they're all good films. They all have um, have got good endings, um, and that's all I wrote about endings because that's the time I had. Um <laughs> Yes, that's what you get. <laughs>
0: oh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry, Aaron. I've got a whole heap of a list of them. Excellent news. I'll chip in. Well, no, I will go through the films. If um, I know them. Some of them you probably haven't seen, but I'll, I'll at least explain the endings. I did write down a summary of the endings, sort of. So, nine, number 10 film ending yeah. was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> Have you seen this one? No. So, I basically, it's obviously Monty Python, their sort of humour. It's set in Camelot times. So, the ending of the film is, throughout the whole film, they're checking... Well, I haven't seen it in so long, but I always remember the ending. So, they all go to charge into this battle on a hill. They start running down the hill, and all of a sudden, the modern-day police come along and just arrest them all. <laughs> <laughs> now... I have to admit, a lot of my list is bleak movie endings. This is one of the rare ones. It isn't, <laughs> and I love it because it's so. It literally just ends. They're about to charge into battle, and all of a sudden, these police cars from nineteen seventy-three just come along and start arresting them. They're like, hang on, get off me, and all this stuff, and they just get arrested, and that's the film. <laughs> it's so Monty Python. It's so British. It it's I love that ending. It
1: is very British. Very good yeah. choice, Monty Python. They are funny
0: films. I love that one it's definitely a person yeah, like, it's definitely would have beaten a lot of films in my top up to my top 10 Yeah. I've but oh sorry I was
1: only going to say a film I didn't write down was the Italian job because the ending frustrates me but um, but I know that
0: people would write it down as having
1: a good ending because of how it does finish but um, it wasn't written down because it's not one of my
0: favourite endings I love the quote when he goes hang on a minute lads I've got, I've got a great idea, idea. Uh, uh, and it just sort of drags on and you're like oh yeah. like, it's just it is funny exactly um, It is good. My number nine, I had to switch it out, because I did have The Usual Suspects, but I thought of an even better one myself. The original Mad Max. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, So I had a lot of choices, but I went back. I was going through the list, and I was thinking of films, and I said The Usual Suspects was on there, but I literally remembered The Mad Max ending and thought, now, I love that ending. So basically, throughout the whole film is... is, Does he say Road Warrior? He doesn't, no. But (laughs) he... um, it's set in a near future at the time, and Max is a lawman. He's meant to be taken down the people that are supposed to be trying to be lawless, etc. Um, he goes away with his wife and child. They get brutally killed by a bike gang. His child, I say child's a baby. And he basically goes in a brutal vengeance. He kills everyone in the gang, but he then has to track down one more called Johnny the boy I think his name was Um, he's sort of like the junior member he doesn't really do much to violence but he's still part of their gang he tracks him down, he's presumably killed some truck driver for his stuff but we don't know, Um, rather than just shoot him point blank he decides to chain him up by his ankle to the van um, does a little booby trap of gasoline into one of the headlights where the fire's going into and basically says to him You've got ten minutes. You can hack through the chain. You can hack through the steel in ten, or you can hack through your ankle in five, and leaves in the hacksaw and leaves. Mm. And he drives off. The car explodes. We don't know if he made it or not, but we literally just see Max drive off, mm. thinking mm, he's not the good guy anymore. There we go. And that is why that is my number nine. That's a good choice, actually. And Mad Max is a great film. Yeah. So that's a good choice. I'm not gonna lie most of my films have got bleak endings. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. They're good at they're good endings. They are good. They're good. They're just not happy endings. No. Not from my no, no. This one is not a happy ending again. My <laughs> number 8 is a film from the 1960s. I don't know if you've seen but everyone would know it. The Graduate. Yeah, I know The Graduate, not I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it only once, but obviously Isn't it's... Isn't it Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, Dustin Hoffman, and it's like the Simon Garfunkel song. Here's yeah. to you, Mrs. Robinson, Jesus loves you more than you will know. That's from American Pie. From <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what everyone knows it from. But the, it is also in The Graduate. Yeah. The the ending of the film is, obviously, he thought he sleeps with mrs robinson but he's falling in love with her daughter and at the end her daughter actually decides to marry someone else dustin hoffman then goes to the wedding starts banging on the scene it's like i don't know this and then the people at the wedding are furious with him going "Oh, get out of here she runs to him in her wedding dress they run off the people left her family are furious they start banging they lock them in they run to the bus they get on the bus and they're all smiling and laughing like oh it's a happy ending yeah and then it's sort of slowly but surely it just focuses on them for about a few minutes yeah. and their faces turn from glee and joy to oh fuck <laughs> and they're like, what do we just do? And then it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I love the ending because it's so it should be a happy ending. Like the two lovers that are meant to be together are together, but then they just sort of realise the actions of their consequences. It's really it's a really good I wouldn't say it's an an unhappy ending really, but it is in the sense of they're questioning what they've just done. Yeah. and it ends on that
1: note I can think of a film actually speaking of bleak endings when I can think of a bleak ending I've just remembered when is that like the film everyone watched during Covid Bird Box
0: oh yeah I remember that ending yeah
1: that was one where she yeah, goes out didn't she but they can't look at anyone because if, somehow if you look out in the sky then these whatever will see you and you'll be dead yeah, so you have to cover you your to eyes suicide that's it So it's they. A good, it's got a
0: happy ending
1: to be fair yeah it has but it's um, a very very good it's a very good film Sandy yeah.
0: Bullock Sandy Bullock also Speed oh yeah Good film, not the second one. No, (laughs) Speed 2 Cruise Control. We're advertising for Speed 2 Cruise Control. control. Yeah, such a great film. Watch it. Iconic. (laughs) Yeah, you won't regret it. (laughs) Well, my number seven. I don't know if many people would have seen this film. Um, If you've seen Dawn of the Dead, though, it's not that one. It's Night of the Living Dead, the original one from 1968. So it's George A. Romero. It's the original zombie film. Um, the end of the film is basically about survivors, they hole up in a house and they have to fight off the undead throughout the night. So every the main character, Ben, is actually a black man. Bear in mind, 1960s America. There's no... But the best thing about it is is that he was cast just because an actor, not because of his skin tone. So it's not a racial film, yeah. but the ending is... <laughs> yeah. The ending is... He says that it's not, but the ending is very racially political. <laughs> oh. So basically... Ben survives, he's the only one that survives the film, he comes out overnight in the morning, and it's daylight, there's been a redneck posse and the army who have been going around killing the zombies that we've seen throughout the film, so he hears them outside, so he goes like, oh, there's people here, I better tell them I'm alive, he goes up to the window, someone says, oh, we see something in there, he pokes his head up, bang he gets shot in the head and basically it just fades to these still images of ben and the others being carried out and being burned because they're apparently undead now because it's a black character and he was shot mistakenly as a zombie it's seen Ah, as racially political and george Romero didn't intend for it to be like that but it really is not in in a bad way. in the sense of he is a black man who is innocent who was being shot by a redneck posse, mistaken for something else.
1: Well, as you can imagine as well, I mean, at that time,
0: that was when Martin Luther King was shot. Yeah, By exactly. someone who was known to be like
1: that kind of thing. So that yeah. was massive. Yeah, I can see why.
0: Yeah, and that's why, yeah, I really like the ending in the sense of how strong that message was, even though he didn't intend it to be. But I love how you would have thought, oh, he's alive. He's going to get out there. He's going to join the red, the posse, and he's going to get help or like, you know, get out of there. But instead, he's just shot and it's so shocking it's not it's it's bleak but it's just such a shocking ending you don't really get to grips with it until after it finishes like even when he showed us still images of like him being burnt not alive he's dead but him being burnt and the others you're still in shock so that sort of shock is why it makes it onto my list of favourite film endings
1: nice interesting okay and mm.
0: what you got for your next one? Well, my number six. It's, a, it's one of my its my happy ending. I've got one happy ending on it. <laughs> it is, Sophie said it earlier when she's trying to go through uplifting ones. And it's one which really I remember is The Truman Show. Oh, that's a good film. Yeah, I really enjoy it with Jim Carrey where yeah. it's Big Brother, basically. He doesn't yeah. realise, but his whole life from birth... Um, he's being filmed. His whole life is a TV show.
1: How do we know we're not living that life now? Do, 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 do. Reality simulator. We're all living in it. I think we're all living in it now. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, though, we joke. But people who are living in like now, in the TikTok life and socialites, who live in the life that they always like got their videos on, it's almost
0: like they are living the Real Life Truman Show. mm And that's the thing, there's so many things nowadays which you can relate to with that film. And the ending is Truman obviously, he realises that he's in a show, his best friend that he's known for years finally breaks to him and says, look, you're in a simulation. Um, He gets out to sea, Um, the producers start talking to him, they set enough thunder and lightning and heavy winds to try and force him back, almost kill him. Eventually though, he gets out to the edge of the studio, which is in the end of the sea, which is basically bangs onto the end of the studio. Um, The producers try to talk him down. Bear in mind, he's being filmed live around the world. They're saying, look, you can go back, even though you know us now, like, we can make it better. And he just turns around and just I've forgotten but he says his catchphrase throughout the film. I am not a number. Also that's the prisoner. That's the prisoner. (laughs) (laughs) I really knew it was. But I've forgotten his thing. It's like good day, good night, I've forgotten it is. And he basically leaves to go in the real world and everyone starts cheering. And that's why it's in one of my happy endings. Because it's very uplifting and that he gives he takes the choice himself of going into the real world. And it's a happy ending. That is a nice ending. Good show, good film,
1: Truman Show. If exactly. you haven't seen it, it was that yeah. and Liar Liar at that time. I and really, the mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that
1: but was Jim Carrey's prime. Jim prime. That, that was his peak. prime. And then you had Bruce Almighty, where he was, was just funny. about there.
0: Bruce Almighty was towards the end. Yeah. And now he's just sort of, I don't really know what he does now. Nothing really, does he? No, nah, not really. But he had that prime of the 90s, Jim Carrey. And yeah. he did a great film in the Truman Show.
1: He did. And The Mask and Liar Liar.
0: Exactly. Liar Liar.
1: That's so good. Well I can't <laughs> say <laughs> Why why can't you say <laughs> Mr Ipkiss? That's not Ipkiss that's the mask. Mm, um, I can't remember his name now in liar. is like why can't you say so He's like Because I can't lie <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's so good. And Ace Ventura as well. Oh
1: yeah, of course that's of course, yeah, I've got yeah. The pet detective. That is a good film. Well, it's a good film for hmm? a certain audience. Oh yes. yeah. That's a good film, that. Sorry,
0: carry on. Oh, Apologies. Well, oh, well, too fair. The rest of it now is going to be bleak. Apart from one, maybe, but they're all bleak. So, number five is a film from 1978 called Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
1: Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. So, basically... I've the, that before.
0: I have, indeed. The plot of the film is that, in America, these pods are seen throughout where we're in San Francisco... And it's insinuated that these pods are dupla cloning people and the aliens are taking over people's bodies. Um, we follow these main characters. One of them's called, I'd forgotten the names, but it's got Leonard Nimoy, Donald Sutherland, um, Jeff Goldblum as well. And the ending of the film is Donald Sutherland's character, He, him and this woman, um, they separate, but they're the last alive. And Donald Sutherland destroys one of their facilities and it's sort of seen, that is he taken or is he not? And then it flashes through to the next day, or in another day, and he's going along. He's just acting, he's like they've been throughout the film, he's acting like one of them, emotionless, just walking along the street. Um, the other woman, we then see her, she sees Donald Sutherland, goes up to him to say, Matthew, oh you've got out. He turns around to her, points at her, and then screeches like one of the aliens, showing that he has been taken. And basically humanity is doomed oh dear yeah that doesn't sound so good i mean you sort of know that he is one of them but it's the shock of when you hear the screeching is when it finally is like okay okay they're doomed. <laughs> I thought of
1: another film by the way with a good ending. Yeah. Um, because obviously in the theme of Batman and Dark Knight the, who can Jason tell us who the director of those films is? Christopher
0: Nolan and I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Inception. Well
1: done. <laughs> because at the end of Inception basically after they have to go through the different jumps to get to the different sort of um, alternative realities so to speak um, and different levels because it's like a, not a game but like different levels. And at the end of it what happens is he has to jump through many levels to so see if he can survive to see if he can jump through levels to get back to real life Um, and at the end what happens is he goes back to his daughter I believe and gets reunited with his family quote unquote and then he has like a spinning top that he uses and when he knows the spinning top falls he knows he's in real life and when his spinning top doesn't fall it means he's not in reality so it ends at the film with him with his kids he then spins the top and it just ends showing the spinning top but doesn't show ...if it falls down or not. A bit like the thing where it talks about... ...obviously is he... um, ...has he been taken over... ...has he been bitten or has he not been bitten... ...who knows they were both bitten... ...neither were bitten... ...you just don't know. Um, But a bit like that... ...you don't know if it's a reality... ...if he's not in reality... ...it doesn't show it... ...and it was never a sequel.
0: And the thing is... ...the nice thing about that film is... ...no matter where he is... ...he's finally back home with his children... ...so I think that's the whole point of it: is that no matter if it is still spinning... ...or if it stops... ...if he is in reality... He is back with his children. So whether it's real or not, it's real to him. Yes. It's amazing, really, that Leo DiCaprio has done so many great films and never won an Oscar for any of them, oh,
1: apart from The Revenant. Yeah, um, but, like, Amazing that a film like that is such a brilliant film, The Inception. It's a great, yeah. great film. One of the, again, a bit like Batman, one of the best films of all time. There's a theme for Christopher Nolan here. Shout out to him.
0: Just not Tenet. Just,
1: oh, yeah. Not, I've not seen Tenet.
0: It's uh, meh, meh. Oh, so complicated, you
1: wouldn't like it. Also, I know we're halfway through the episode. Can I give a shout out to one of our favoured listeners and also a person I used to work with and know dearly called um, Ant, who has very kindly been listening to our episode is one of our uh, most loyal followers. So thank you so much. I know you'll be enjoying this episode about film endings. You can message us after and um, let us know your thoughts on them because I really appreciate your uh, messages and your support.
0: Big shout out. Thanks, mate.
1: Thanks very much, mate. I really appreciate that you know, you've know, you been listening to us from the start. and We're really, really grateful for you and all our other listeners, actually. I know it's been the middle of an episode, but all and all of our other listeners who have oh, been listening time. and also, um, you know, taking part to follow us in our journey. So thank you so much. Sorry. Uh, back to Inception, though. Um, there's a thing with Christopher Nolan films that it all seems to be ones of the good endings. Mm. So um, Inception's got a very good ending as of the Batman films.
0: Exactly. And I, I did think about Inception. There's Christopher Nolan's a very good filmmaker. Memento's another one. I won't go through it. But yeah, he's got some very good films. So good Tenet obviously. isn't really worth seeing. It's worth oh, seeing, seeing. It's it. worth seeing it, but it's meh. Yeah? Oh, yeah,
1: okay, it's just well. meh. Well, I'll, I'll give that one. Maybe I'll watch it just when I've got spare That's time. That's just my opinion. It,
0: it, some people might like it, but I just thought it was that. All right, I'll watch it when I get some spare time.
1: But anyway, That's carry on with your list. I'm ready.
0: Well, my number four, I don't know if you've seen this or not, seen as one of the greatest movies ever made. I thought it was really good, but not my favourite ever film. The Godfather. I have seen The Godfather. So you know the ending very well, right? Uh, let's say so so the ending I really love the what it, how it closes the film you don't really need to do any more films after this so obviously Al Pacino orders hits on everyone after the death of his father he says he throughout the film he doesn't want to be part of the family but towards the end of the film his wife confronts him because she doesn't like what he's becoming and she says you didn't have my I think it's her brother it's like, you didn't have my brother killed did you and he's like no 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 of course not and he basically says to her I'll be right back And he goes into the Godfather office and the sort of string music starts playing. And she sort of, you see from her point of view, she's looking in the office and he's acting like his father. He's then become what he didn't want to be. And the door then closes. There we go. She's sort of stuck in that marriage. But. She realizes that the man she loved is not there anymore. That's a shame, isn't it? Oh, no, I, I have seen
1: Godfather, but only once when I was at uni, so it was a long time ago. Um, but I, you know, I was getting confused when he said, Oh, yeah, yeah, because I was excited. I got confused with Scarface, <laughs> which is also a great ending. Oh, yeah, it's also got a good ending with Donnie Montana. Donnie Montana, say hello to my little friend.
0: <laughs> and then he just gets it it's out. It's he just drops his head in the cocaine. He just goes,
1: That's <laughs> it. And then that's just the end. Hey, baby. Hey this baby, Tony
0: Montana. So eighties, so eighties so capitalism, like yeah, money.
1: Oh, do you remember that when you when you told me about it? Push it to the limit. Oh, they're all just laughing, in bank, like... <laughs> rolling in a hundred dollar bills. Jesus Christ, <laughs> such a good film. I love it. want <laughs> that.
0: Well, to go from the world of the Godfather to a very another very sort of bleak, but at the same time not too unhappy ending. Unforgiven is my number three. Now Unforgiven is a western starring Clint, we- Clint Eastwood sorry, and it's in 1992. He is an ex-outlaw, William Money, who is asked by a younger kid, a young gunslinger, to come back to find a bounty for him once again, going back to his outlaw ways. Or well, not his outlaw ways, but his wild west ways now a theme throughout the film is is that the wild west wasn't as magical and as beautiful as people remember it william money was an outlaw he killed people he was not a good person and there is a person who's a character who's a journalist throughout the film who's trying to say oh the old west all the old gunfights and they're like it's not about that it's about killing the best person for all that sort of stuff so the end of the film morgan freeman's his friend. Morgan Freeman gets tortured and killed by Gene Hackman, who's the villain. He's the sheriff and his deputies of this town. Um, Clint Eastwood rocks up into this town. It's pouring rain. It's dark. He goes into this saloon. He kills them all, all the sheriff and his deputies. Gene Hackman says a really good line to him. I'll see you in hell. Is that where the song comes him. from? Ah,
1: mm. shot the sheriff yeah of course it did Bob Marley <laughs> Bob, that was
0: yeah after Bob Marley died I think but yeah yeah I mean, <laughs> and he basically I had to watch it again earlier because I love this ending so he's at the saloon he's about to come outside and he shouts out saying anybody shoots and I'll kill you I'll kill your wife and I'll burn your house down and okay. you think okay he's starting to get back into his outlaw ways throughout the whole film he's been quite a pacifist and then some people are about to shoot him and they go, oh, I'm not shooting him. And he gets on his horse, he's about to ride off, and he says, No more. I'll, his friend Ned, he's out in a coffin. He says, I want you to bury him. And I don't, and because the whole part of the film was he gets called because there are some prostitutes that have been slashed, and he says, I don't want you slashing no prostitutes as well. If I see any of this again, I'll kill all of you. And he doesn't just mean the outlaws, he means everyone in town. I'll kill you all. And then he just rides off. Yeah, yeah, it's really—it's one of those films, it's a really good film, but that's the best way in the sense of it ends with him going back to his, like, showing that he didn't change. But it's not a bad ending, it's still a nice ending, but in the sense of he never changed bloody hell
1: that is a big one so Unforgiven I don't think I've mm-hmm. seen that film
0: really good film one of my favourites actually
1: I, knew, I was looking for an ending to a film that I thought was good and I was just going to check it was A Time to Kill yeah
0: with Matthew McConaughey that's it I was
1: looking <laughs> know the film but I was like I can't remember what the current name of it was A Time to Kill where um, Samuel Jackson gets accused yeah. and he goes to court and
0: it's like his he- daughter gets raped that's and it. he basically kills these guys and there's that line at the end where he's in the courtroom, Matthew McConaughey's talking to the um, jury, and he goes, imagine your daughter's been taken, all this, you know, and now imagine uh, she was white. That was and very good, yeah, go, that was very good.
1: <sighs> and that then, was yeah. massive, yeah. Imagine your daughter was taken, blah blah blah, 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 and he goes, yeah, imagine she was white. That's yeah. That's it, because it's a very sort of southern, yeah, racist, deep south. deep south, that kind of thing, but it's a very, very good film. Very good ending. Mm. Much like the ending to another Samuel... No, it's not a very good ending. I'm joking. (laughs) Because I'm talking about Shaft. Yeah, what an ending. But nothing like the the old Shaft. Well,
0: I mean, speaking of Samuel Jackson, he slowly... He does appear in my next film. Go on. Number two on my list, Avengers Infinity War. Good choice. So I did think about putting Endgame because Endgame, obviously, as I said, the last part of that film is epic. It is epic. But I just love Infinity War's ending. I love the fact that... It's the fear of Thanos wiping out half of the population of the world, of the universe. And he finally gets all the infinity stones, they're all fighting against him. And you get the moment where Thor comes along and just axe stabs him in the chest. And you think, he's done it. And then Thanos just wakes and goes, you should have aimed for the head. And then he clicks his fingers and then everyone wipes and disappears. And basically, the bad guy wins. And I know, obviously, Eng, even before Endgame came out, everyone knew that they were going to come back. Of course. But it's that thing of they didn't really expect him to win. No, exactly. <laughs> like he, he just wins. Yeah. And Thanos it. just wins, didn't he? They he wins, and then that's it. He ends. In come, his... rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the great thing about that film. It just ends with Thanos winning, and that's it. There's no sort of follow-on until Endgame. It's just. Yep, he's on his cottage or whatever and there's a cliffhanger. That was a good shock film ending as well. It it was. was. like, what? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Everyone knew, well, they can't have killed off all those characters. But at the same time, you are like, he actually did it. Yeah. And there's no time to really think about it. It's just done.
1: Exactly. It was just oh, he's 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 won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like there was no like ulterior film ending. There was no like oh, actually I know they're going to come back in five minutes. It's going to be a joke.
0: It's no, he it, it just won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, just that. And that is why that is my number two. I did think of putting Unforgiven ahead of it, but I thought with the scope of the Thanos one, it deserved to be number two. I'll <laughs> oh, say drum roll though, because what's your number one? Wow, I'm surprised you haven't guessed it yet. On. My number one is the director's cut of Blade Runner. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> bloody Blade Runner. I mean, it's not really a bleak ending, to be fair. It's just or not really an unhappy ending. So basically, throughout the whole film, Blade Runner's about a Blade Runner named Rick Deckard, played by Harrison Ford. He has yeah. to hunt down replicants throughout the film. Um, throughout the film, we're sort of hinted at that some humans may not have passed the test and they could be replicants themselves without knowing. Um, we don't really think about it too much, but basically, at the end of the film, Deckard has terminated the last replicant. We didn't even terminate him. We just watched him die. Yeah. And he's about to leave with a replicant, Rachel, who he's fallen for throughout the film. Rachel. When he's about to leave, there's a character called Gat who throughout the film has been doing little little um, origami. And Deckard has these dreams of unicorns, which is insinuated that he's a replicant. And Gat leaves an origami of a unicorn outside of his house. He steps on top of it. He sees it. He smiles, and then he walks off. Mm. And even they did a sequel, they never answered the question of whether Deckard is a replicant. I mean, if you were to see interviews, Harrison Ford is adamant he's not. Ridley Scott is adamant he is. But it's never answered whether he is a replicant or not, which makes it one of the best film endings ever.
1: That is true.
0: It is a good film ending. I think I've seen the original Blade Runner. In fact, I have. And um, Mm. yeah, that is true. It's a good film ending. And it's just, I love a film that has a satisfying ending. Like some films are sort of, they're not satisfying for that film. And even though this one does ask questions of it, it's not asking questions where it's going I just want to know like you want to know but at the same time it makes you think about the film itself and you go ah is that what they meant when they were doing that part nice. rather than just I know I love the thing but the thing is very much like a shock factor like who is it that's true whereas Blade Runner is very much oh we have to look back throughout the film to see these clues of what happened. Is he a is he a replicant? When did they answer that? And it's really good. It is good. Also, a film with a good ending as
1: well. Hunger Games. Sorry to put that in there.
0: Hunger Games, the first one where they oh, where, yeah, yeah. where they both decide
1: they're both at the end and but to win obviously one of them has to kill the other. But they decide, sorry to spoil it, not to kill each other. Yeah. So um, so then it sort of ruins the whole game of the Hunger Games because the idea is that one person from each district. Only one district to win, mm. and if they, I think if they both lose, and the idea is they both have to die, uh, and then we'll they just look at each other and go, Well, we're not going to kill each other, yeah. Uh, we we're going to fight for love, exactly.
0: Fight for love, man. And it's got Jennifer Lawrence in it. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Oh, yeah, but we watched all of them just before Ramona was born. Yes, we went, we uh, binged through all of them because they we've heard they were really good, and they were to be fair, is yeah. It, catch is Hunger Games, catch Catching Fire, Fire, Mocking Jay, and Mocking Jay Part 2. yeah I can't remember. I think it's four. I've only seen two of them. I think they're doing more like prequel or spin-off or something. But yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were really good. I've only seen the first two. I haven't seen either of the Mockingjay ones, but they're I've seen on the Prime, first two. I think. I think they are. They're on yeah. Prime or Netflix. One of them. One of the streaming channels. One of the Others
1: are available, but yeah, one of the streaming channels. But
0: um, yeah, that's some good endings you've got, though yeah and, and speaking of, speaking of, of endings, endings there we are we both yeah. did it chicks. Jink, jink, <laughs> i mean speaking of good endings facts, I think we will have to leave it there rather than have another fun fact from me unless you want one yeah we do all right all right okay okay so if i had to go through one of my films so let's go for invasion of the body snatchers you know what i'll go for that one so there's a scene in the film where there's a man who's running frantically throughout the street going, they're here, they're going to get us, they're going to take over us, and he basically gets killed and people are watching over him. He is the same actor playing the same character from the original Body Snatchers film from the 1950s. Oh, wow. So they're saying, even though this was a remake, they're saying, is it a sequel? because he was in it as the same character. Mm. So there's a fun fact for you. Fun fact! There's a fun fact. (laughs) Interesting. Thank you so much for that, Jason. I really appreciate it.
1: Good news, everyone. We get my episode next. So I've got to think of something for us to do. Um, I'll think of something good, because obviously... just to give you an idea of the time of year. The Formula One season has just finished, so maybe I could do a Formula One episode, a season review, um, but then it would just be me talking a lot. People don't
0: mind that. People
1: like F1. Well, um, (laughs) I do. Um, Or we'll do something else. We can talk about the World Cup. We'll think of something, and we'll come up with one for the next episode. But um, thank you so much, everyone, as we are at the end. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and um, I hope you enjoyed it, and um, have a great week, and you guys be good now.
0: You guys be good. Or will you?